Hello. Welcome back to She's in Psychosexual Pain, everyone. Woo! We have a very exciting episode ahead of us. Very special guest. Very special guest. Um, should we introduce her? I think we should. I think we should. Okay. <laughs> if you're here, then you know who she is. One of the most important musical figures of our era. Woody Tarr is many things. A piano performance graduate of the Curtis Institute. A Phi Beta Kappa graduate of Harvard. And she, her she earned her PhD in musicology from the University of Vienna, specializing in indigenous music from the Ucayali Valley in Eastern Peru, where she spent five years amongst the Shipibo Kanibo. As a conductor, Tar began her career with the Cleveland Orchestra, one of the so-called Big Five in the United States. A string of important posts followed at the Philadelphia Orchestra, Chicago Symphony Orchestra, Boston Symphony Orchestra, and New York Philharmonic. With the latter, she organized the Highway 10 refugee concerts in Zatari, concerts attended by over 75,000 people. Throughout this period, Tar became known for champion championing contemporary composers, seeking commissions from the likes of Jennifer Higdon, Caroline Shaw, Julia Wolf, and Hilder Gunadotter, programming their works alongside composers of the canon. This created controversy among some in classical music circles, with Tar quoted at the time as saying, these composers are having a conversation, and it may not always be so polite. Lydia Tar has also written music for the stage and screen, and is one of only 15 EGOTs, meaning having received at least one of all of the four major entertainment awards, an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony, competitively. Just as, uh, just as an aside, those other individuals include Richard Rogers, John something, <laughs> Audrey Hepburn, Andrew Lloyd Webber, and Mel Brooks. In 2010, with the support of Elliot Kaplan, she founded the Accordion Conducting Fellowship, which fosters entrepreneurship and performance opportunities for female conductors, allowing them residencies with orchestras around the world. In 2013, Berlin elected Tar as its principal conductor. Uh, in succession to Andres Davis. She's remained there ever since. Like her mentor, Leonard Bernstein, Tar has a particular affinity with Mahler, whose nine symphonies she recorded during her big five stints. However, she has never managed to complete the so-called cycle with a single orchestra until now. Under her direction, Berlin has recorded eight, saving symphony number five for last. Due to, due to the global pandemic, that performance scheduled for last year had to be canceled. This they will remedy next month with a live recording that will complete a box set to be released on Mahler's birthday by Deutsch Grammophon. And Tar's new book, Tar on Tar, published under the Nan Talese Imprimatur at Doubleday, will be available here in the US just before Christmas. A great stocking stuffer if you have a very large stocking. From all of us at The New Yorker, or She's in Psychosexual Pain, thank you, Maestro, for taking the time to be with us today. I forgot I was muted. I didn't want to <laughs> intrude. Lydia, thank can you, you please for being with like... us today. <laughs> thank you, Lydia. So, 
Uh, Wait, it did. I didn't even hear anything. You didn't hear anything. Wait. No. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You didn't hear anything. No, I didn't hear anything. Um. Hmm. We're having some technical difficulties. Lydia <laughs> is uh, having some trouble. I I wonder what that's about. Huh. <laughs> Um, let me see. You can't hear that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe you should have troubleshooted this before. <laughs> you I read out. I do it from my phone. I mean, yeah, we could do it. Get her on the, the, the phone call. Okay, okay. <laughs> let me, um... <laughs> Lydia, why don't you... <laughs> Why don't you disconnect from from the Zoom and and uh we'll we'll talk through my phone. So yeah. let me get Lydia on the phone with us, <laughs> real quick. Hi, I'm Lydia Tar. Oh my God, Lydia! Lydia, we're so excited to have you. Yes. Um, <laughs> at some Morgan, point, I like saw you visibly me? flinch as I read your bio. <laughs> as Haley read your bio. Did you uh leave some? Did Haley leave something out, or are you? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I realized it was a yes or no. Did Haley um, read something out? Leave something out that made you flinch. No. Oh, oh okay. that's are good you to just, hear. Like self-conscious about the incredibly varied things that you've achieved. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I oh um, um I guess it must be well, something else. Alrighty but, then. Uh, well, Sh- shall we uh, uh get started with the interview then? Yes. Yeah. Well, we're gonna do it anyway, um because that's what we asked you here for. So, Morgan, yeah. would you like to ask the first question? Well, this is an important part of she's in psychosexual pain. I mean, last episode, that's not out yet, but, you know, it's going to be out soon. We, like, talked about a lot how important loving Jenny Schechter is. <laughs> so That's true, I, that's true. I want to know, Lydia, do you love Jenny Schechter? No. <gasps> <laughs> Lydia, I thought she would have been right up your alley. Lydia, oh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. I'm actually right shocked now. to hear this information. Okay. This is this is unprecedented. I know. Um, like, and it's actually shocking that we're not like ending the interview right now. Right. It's you it's a privilege that we're allowing you to stay on the line with us right now, Lydia. <laughs> yeah. So just so you know. Um, I have a question for you, Lydia. Do you think Krista Taylor deserved to die? Yes. Oh, wow. I don't even know what to say right now. This is, this is shocking. This is really um, (laughs) shocking news. Lydia, this is like, this must be your like most honest interview 
for real, I can't believe yeah. we're actually getting this out of you. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> like, maybe she doesn't like Jenny because she reminds her of Krista. Mm. Lydia, does Jenny Schechter remind you of Krista? No. <laughs> it must be something else that I wonder. Do, do you think Jenny Schechter deserved to die? Yes. Oh. Oh my goodness. You're full of hot takes today, Lydia. Lydia. This is some really. Things. <laughs> These women committed suicide or were mur- maybe murdered. Yes. Okay, I went- <laughs> <laughs> this is what got um, you. Maybe we should switch like, to learn. Okay. Um, I have a question. Are you a gold star lesbian? Just in case you don't know what it means, a gold star lesbian is a lesbian who has never had sex with a guy and would never have any intentions of doing so. Yes. <laughs> oh. wow. So you didn't lie on your Twitter when you replied to me today. What did she say to you on Twitter? I asked that question and she said I am. Oh, so it was yeah. true. It was so true. it was true. It was true. Um, like, it holds up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lie detector hooked up to her right now through the line, and we're getting results. It's true. It's true. Lydia, um, we can't disclose how how we, you know, acquired the lie detector and how we got or her how to we, agree, or how we got Lydia Tard to. Right. Get, we can't we have some her, like her first interview sit post cancellation. Right. We have connect we'll just say we have connections. Um anyways. Do you have any more questions for Lydia Morgan? I have a I have a couple. Were you upset by Janet leaving Slater Kinner? Ooh. No. Oh shit. This is Oh my god. Do you side with Carrie Brownstein? Yes. <gasps> wow. This is shocking. Wow. And this is like we're getting the hottest takes right now. I know. Like... This is shocking information. Lydia, have you, you seen what do you think? <laughs> do you like Carrie Brownstein's performance in 20 in the 2015 Todd Haynes film Carol. Carol. No. Oh. Oh. Okay. That was it because she kept on moving her hands? No. Oh, is it just because she Well, she annoying? liked it. She said she liked it. I thought she said no to if she liked it. Her oh, she did. Oh. Sorry. Lydia, did you like the performance or no? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> At least she's consistent with her answers, you know. It's true. It's true. Um, I have a question. Okay, go for Would it. Would you like to participate in my next Modern Girl by Slater? Can you sing along? <gasps> my famous yeah. Modern Girl by Slater. Oh, she said no. Maybe you could just record me. Uh, yeah. I would participate. I would willingly. Like still work with you, Lydia. I just want that to. I just want that out there. <laughs> <laughs> I would work with you still. Despite and space. 
despite the allegations and the cancellations, Morgan and I are huge fans. Um, this, which mm. is why we have you on the on the pod. Um, yeah. Um, and because we're such huge fans of yours, would would you be um willing to send us free copies of Tar on Tar? No. <laughs> Has Tar on Tar Why? ever actually been written, or is this We're a literally... big? Has, oh, has Tar on Tar has Tar on Tar actually been written? No. <laughs> I thought is I it, thought is it just I thought scam? it was out. It was a scam. No. <laughs> so what's the what's the situation then? Did it you, wasn't a was scam. Was it ghost written? No. <laughs> So I'm confused, Lydia. I'm confused about. Were you lying it... about it not being written? Maybe. Were you but we have her hooked idea? up to a lie detector. So I thought. <laughs> well, well, maybe she just like. <laughs> maybe she's just so good at lying. She's so maybe. calm and cool and collected. Lydia, you do you consider at... yourself a good liar? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. That makes that, sense that, now. That checks like, out. That checks out. Yeah. Now we know that she probably Tar and Tar is written. She just doesn't want to give us a free copy. Yeah, she just she doesn't knows like that, us. Like the two, <laughs> the two of like thousands of copies out there. Yeah, the, well, the, that could actually be bought because we would. That's fine. Yeah. We'll live. <laughs> How expensive is it? Whatever. Like, probably like um, forty dollars or something. Knowing Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> Lydia, Lydia, I have another question for you. Um, do you still identify, in light of the uh, the allegations against your character, do you still identify as a U-Haul lesbian? Yes. Oh, interesting. Um, that is interesting. That is that's interesting. really interesting. Because... No. Sorry. Um, okay, Lydia. Have you ever had any type of relations with Annie Clark, a.k.a. St. Vincent? Ooh, hot question. No. Okay, but... <laughs> <laughs> On your Twitter. On your you Twitter, like you literally said. You were... Do you, you want to quote... Do you want to quote what Lydia said on Twitter? Okay, this is from Lydia at Lydia Tarreal on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Let me pull it up. Mm-hmm. Like we've got is... some damning evidence, Lydia. Okay. Okay. So someone asked thoughts on that Saint Vincent. Would love to hear you collaborate on an arrangement of this song one day, and it's. Attach- the song is The Bed by St. Vincent. Do you like that song, Lydia? No. Oh, oh my okay. god. And you quote tweeted that and said, Ah, Annie. Yes, I do respect her as a musician. Unfortunately, I'm not sure it would be a good idea to collaborate, given our history. So. And then there was a second tweet. Camera, girl. There was a second tweet that said, while on the subject of quotes unquote Saint Vincent, is it time once 
oh is it time once and for all that i confirm the rumor yes annie wrote pay your way in pain and smoking section about me i will take no more questions on this matter so were you lying when you told us what did she even tell us <laughs> when you told us that you had no relations that she had no relations with annie clark st vincent were you lying yes um, <laughs> oh, wow okay well you, <laughs> she played a little joke on us that is a bit of a joke she's a bit of a prankster she's a bit of a jester isn't she do you consider yourself a jester lydia yes okay yeah i think that was like what i want to know what you were you mad when they made your life into a movie mm. no no Oh. Have you seen the movie? Yes. Oh. Did you enjoy the movie? Yes. <laughs> um That's that's so odd to me because it it, it kind of paints it, the portrait that maybe you're not such a great person. Maybe. I don't believe that. <laughs> I support you all the way. <laughs> but interesting interesting to hear maybe lydia is just like the the movie took her to like a religious experience where she's now like trying to <laughs> repent for her sins but then why would she say that she was glad krista taylor died <laughs> no, she said she thought she deserved to die. <laughs> um, I don't know. She's not being very think... talkative today in this interview. <laughs> no, it's uh, so it's a shame. We're not getting a lot of like. I mean, we're getting a lot of like concrete, like hot takes. But no, but it's no explanation yeah it's a bit upsetting it's very uncharacteristic of you lydia i mean i feel like lydia is pretty like concise and like knows what she wants true. and knows what she's talking about true she does do you know I, what you're talking think... about lydia no <laughs> well i disagree well, oh i think maybe it's just like after she went off at juilliard and like mm. we've all seen the video, we've, we've all, all seen, seen the, the video. A Negro product exploited by the Jews. Come on, come on, Lydia. Lydia, you can't say those things. We've all seen and it. I think, I think well, at first, I well, I don't know about Haley. I was kind of agreeing to you to a certain extent, but you went a little too far. You went a little too far. To the do you think you went to gender student? <laughs> Do you think you went too far, Lydia? No. <laughs> I think she's just being That's cautious. What I, I think she's just being cautious because, like, Lydia doesn't think she's in the wrong, but the public thinks she's in the wrong. So True. her P- new her her new PR team that we all saw she got in the movie. Oh, so true. I forgot about that. Silencing her is your PR team <gasps> silencing you, Lydia? No. <laughs> they made her say. <laughs> They made her say that. Did they make her say that? No. 
they made her say that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I can't believe this. This is <laughs> well. How do we know if like the lie detector stuff isn't doctored as well? What? How do we know like her seems not interfering with the lie detector oh, results so as true. well? Maybe someone she's not here team. in person with us. So I know, and we can't see her face. That's so true. Because, I mean, actually, you know what would help? I think. Hmm. Now we can see her face while we're oh. on the call with her. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um. <laughs> now it's about to get. Now it's about to get real deep and intimate up in here. Um, yeah. Um, so, do you regret pushing, um, what's his name? Elliot something? Oh, Elliot, yes. Do you regret pushing him off the stage and beating him up? No. <laughs> that tracks. It was worth it? It was worth it, apparently. Uh, the PR team's not doing a very good job. It's very selective in which way it goes. Right. Right. <laughs> it seems we're getting we're getting a lot of mixed signals here. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Um, like... <laughs> <laughs> Can you Do say you hi to us once again, Lydia? I, I'm sorry, I just want to hear your beautiful voice. Oh. Hi, I'm Lydia Tar. Wow. What did you think of Kate Blanchett's performance as you? I did you like it? Hi, I'm <laughs> Did you like the performance of Kate Blanchett game? No. Oh. Fascinating. I feel like think... she looks a lot like you. I know, like kind of cast perfectly. It's kind of it kind of was a perfect casting, but to each their own. Um, <laughs> do you think do you think you'll ever perform or conduct in the United States ever again? No. This is well, so unfortunate. Have, I've always I guess wanted we'll to have see to you travel. Though. I guess we'll have to travel. Hmm. I guess we'll have to travel. Mm-hmm. A she's in psychosexual pain field trip to Thailand. Yeah. To see we'll come in in our costumes and everything oh my god siri just popped up i don't know how to feel we're interviewing lydia tar right now siri not needed yeah what else do we have to ask lydia i'm sorry we're very unprepared we hey, we have classes and stuff yeah it's we're busy we're busy busy i don't i'm lydia do you mind no. Okay. See, she's chill. She understands. You're a busy bee as well. So yeah. you get it. <laughs> We've noticed that you've been like more Twitter addicted than usual. You're tweeting a lot. That's true. That's true. Are you just yeah, are you just sad? Are you depressed? No. Mm. Uh, I think I'm not sure I agree with that, Lydia. Lydia. Yeah, she's maybe in you're in denial. It's okay. We've all been there. Mm. 
Lydia, do you prefer do you prefer to be called Tar? Yeah. So oh. we can call can we call you Linda? Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> do you don't prefer bring that out? Don't bring don't humiliate her. Sorry, She's sorry, 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 sorry. She's a guest on her podcast. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm so sorry if I offended you, Lydia. Um you should be. Oh, I had a I had a question I was gonna ask her, but I forgot it. Um can we call you Father Tar? Yes. 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 Let's go. Lydia, you're kind of being father right now. You're kind of father you are right so now. You're so father. You're always father. We're always we'll always back you up no matter what. And you'll always be father to us. Lydia. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I I feel like Lily has been answering no a lot. No. <laughs> what? Maybe she's just playing a cruel trick on us. Maybe. She's no. we already cut we already yes. covered that she's a little trickster, so <laughs> I am Lydia Tar. Hi, I'm Lydia Tar. Yes, we know. <laughs> we know we're that's all Lydia Tar actually. Here. We're there's a Lydia Tar inside all of us. The real Tar is the friends we made along the way. She just said yeah. that she doesn't like being called Tar. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I keep hum humiliating myself in front of her. And maybe it's just because of how bad you want to sleep with her. Now, Lydia, I'm so sorry you had to hear that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I won't I won't deny the allegations though. Um Lydia, we're both free if you ever need yeah. us. You ever want to meet up and chat? Um, we're wide open, so I don't have to. I mean, we like. I mean, not to degrade Haley, but I'm also degrading myself. We literally have nothing going on. So true. So, <laughs> if you're into that, <laughs> if you're into some, can I can I text you? Yes. Oh my yes. god! Wait, yes, wait, this is huge. Actually, this is huge the one time she says yes is to say that you can text her. What can I say? Maybe you'll be the next person groomed by Lydia Tara. Oh, oh, oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. That's a that's a fucked up joke to make, Lydia. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so ignore sorry. her. Ignore her. Please. I don't want to. I'm sorry. I might have ruined your chances with her. No, I didn't say anything wrong. Lydia, can I still text you? Yes. <laughs> can Morgan text you? Yes. Oh. oh, maybe she likes that I had a bit of dark humor to me. <laughs> maybe. It's dark, quote unquote, dark. Quote unquote, dark humor. <laughs> what do you. uh? 
Are you upset Elon Musk bought Twitter? No. Ooh. I guess mm-hmm. she's for freedom of speech. Yeah, I guess so. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Lydia Tom. Oh my god. Bro, I know. Chill. <laughs> I honestly, it's so weird because on the phone, your voice isn't as sexy as it is on video. Wait, so true. Maybe you have, like, I don't know. It's weird. Lydia, are you putting I on know. a voice? Lots of weird. That more fat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> There's literally no need, girl. Maybe she's so- trying to sound more fat, so like, she's um more non-threatening. Oh, she's trying to. This be is the... part of her PR plan. Okay, that makes sense. Are they are they telling you to be more fat, Lydia? No. See, the PR oh, people are us. silencing her still. Silence They're silencing her. her. Are you being silenced, Lydia? Yes. Mm. Yeah, she said yes? Yeah, she said yes. Wow. 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 I can't even believe it. You heard it here first, folks. Lydia Tarr is being silenced Lydia by Tarr. her PR team. Lydia Tar, have you ever said the phrase? Have you ever said the word "bruh"? No. No. I feel like that's she's okay. Lying. It's a it's a it's a generational gap. No, I know? think she's lying. She just doesn't want her like pristine uh, image of like academia oh. like ruined. Is that know? true, Lydia? Yes. <laughs> okay. And see, so, I so kind of know you... Lydia better than herself sometimes. I know. It's kind of weird, almost. Like, she she, she seems to be, like... What if I said I've already seen Lydia Tara? You've seen her in person? Yeah. Where did you see her? Um, so you know that woman at the beginning of the movie who was, like, um... I <laughs> at my freshman year at Smith. Uh huh. That was me, but I was saying like <gasps> at my freshman year at Blank Liberal Arts College. No way! That was they based that character off of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, <gasps> I didn't know. How did I not even know this? That's why I was like so obsessed with that scene, you know. Oh really? Because it was yeah. based off of you. And I'm glad that they made the actors hot. oh my goodness Mm. Lydia can confirm Lydia is this true what Morgan here is saying yes (laughs) so you guys have met before yeah for real Yeah. holy shit this is huge actually are you jealous I am a little bit jealous, but she did say she would text me first. So. I mean, but she already texted me. Did she? Yeah, remember? At the end of the scene, I was like, can I text you? Mm. I don't know if I believe that. 
Hmm. Lydia, did did she text That's you? That's how we got this interview. You don't know yes. that? <gasps> what? Yeah, this is how we got this interview. You have yeah. personal connections to Lydia Tarr? Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. This is crazy. This is literally unprecedented. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Better believe it. Yeah, I know, like. Is it so crazy that Lydia Tar would be interested in me as an option? No comment. Um, <laughs> okay, well, Lydia, I think that that's all we have to ask you. So thank you so much for joining us here thank on you, She's in thank Psychosexual you. Pain. This um, was a pleasure. It really was. It was a pleasure. It was an honor. We couldn't be more grateful to have you here with us. Yep, and we're gonna get we're gonna take a break. Okay, hi Lydia. <laughs> bye Lydia. We're gonna take a bye break, bye. and we'll I be back. I love you. Mwah. Okay, that was literally crazy. I can That was so <laughs> I was surprised that she said that she would prefer to be called Lydia than Tar. Why? Uh because Tar's more masculine. But mm. she she did she, say no, that she's she, she's, she's, yeah, she's on, being more femme this time. Yeah, she's femming it up. So femming it up. It's all right, I guess. Um. Okay. So I think the first thing we need to talk about is you. What are you talking about? Your switch up on Carol. Oh. <laughs> By the way, can you hear the like my laptop air like switch? Okay. No, I don't think so. Okay, that's good though. Um, okay, so moving yeah. moving on from our interview, our lovely, lovely interview with Miss Lydia Tarr, um, we have some more things to discuss. Yeah. The first one, of which. You like in peril all of a sudden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, because... it's, it's good. It's, it's too good. It's good. And you did not like you saw it twice. You did not like I saw it, it twice. And I didn't like it twice. And then I watched it again. After post, post hard. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. This Keep is kind of kind of like looks different here. <laughs> like eight Blanchett hot? This changes everything. No, like, I similarly felt a lot of things while first watching it. I was like, holy shit, Kate Blanchett is, like, really hot here. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Um, I watched Tar again last night, and... 
I was high and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I did you see my story where, where I was like I posted I think, a I picture of me watching it. I literally couldn't even believe it. I had to rewind the beginning of it like four times because I like couldn't the, believe what I was seeing. The beginning before the credits or like no, like, not before the credits. After the credits. With the that fir- interview? That first shot where she's like preparing to go on stage. I had to watch it like two or three times. I was like, this is unbelievable. Me and watching then, Tar, it's your hand over your mouth. My hand over. A gasp. I could not believe my eyes. Also, it- and then I finally put together what was going on in that opening montage and I was like holy shit this is genius. The way that Tar and Francesca clearly sleeping together. Yes. That the fact that she was like <laughs> she was setting up like the exact cover with the exact like pencil the exact suit that um uh, whoever is wearing on the cover of that that record of Mahler's fifth yeah and then posing as him in the mirror while she works on her performance score yeah, it's like tar kind of brilliant because it's like every time someone mentions her identity as like a woman or a lesbian well like her identity as a lesbian is like only explicitly mentioned once yeah, but like anyone, anytime she's like mentioned as a woman, she denies it. It's just like, well, you know, people have had it harder than me. And like, it's true, but like, it's true. never mind the fact, like, in real life, there's only been like, there's not, there's only like one female composer in the United States or something. I don't know. The statistic, it's like, it's not a lot. Mm. And then, um, also when, but the only time she mentions herself to, as being a lesbian, she's like, well, as a U-Haul lesbian, a- <laughs> I'm not sure about old Bumblewick. <laughs> I'm not too sure about old Bumblewick. But that, but what about Beethoven? Whole- Heard oh. him? Because for me, as a U-Haul lesbian, <laughs> I'm not too sure about old Bumblewick. So the delivery is the, the comedic timing is brilliant. It's really so um, but it's so good. in the rant, like she acknowledges her identity but in the grand scheme of that scene it's her being like her set telling the students your identity doesn't matter as a as a composer and as a conductor and as a maestro so you have to put your identity aside so like you must she- in fact stand before the audience and god and obliterate yourself so so i mean like she so like ostensibly she doesn't really identify as either a woman or a lesbian that's why i'm like i don't really care about the quote-unquote like predatory lesbian thing because she doesn't she's not i don't she doesn't really identify as one like sure in her sexuality she is one but Mm. being a lesbian is more than just sexuality true True, 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 true. And yeah. she's not a U-Haul lesbian. <laughs> she did not. 
<laughs> that luck. No. That was a lie. <laughs> no, we because see like right the... through you, girl. <laughs> she, uh, when it was revealed that like part of the reason why she chose specifically cho- chose Sharon was because of like political reasons. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! Because she needed to know like the politics of like the Berlin philharmonic or something mm-hmm. in order to become the conductor mm-hmm. like that's that was crazy she and also when we were reading the script i was like um i uh sharon being like nine years younger than tara which isn't that big of an age gap but i don't i didn't i didn't recall that information <laughs> i i was like looking because all the character, the only thing about the character descriptions are the ages. Mm-hmm. Tar is 49. 49. Sharon is 40. Which, mm-hmm. is an, which is not a big age gap by any means. But, like, still, like, how long have they been together? Like, over 10 a years. A long probably. time. A long time. So, like, Sharon was probably in her, like, late 20s, mid-20s. Which is no, like, they haven't been together that long. Well, late, late, late 20s, early 30s. Early 30s. Yeah. True. So it's like, she's, she's, she's a wild after, one. She's still going after a younger woman. Even though You're it's not a like a problematic one. age gap, but she had other reasons. Mm-hmm. True. Oh, my God. Talking about problematic age gaps, the discourse mm-hmm. around Carol was insane, about Wait, like really? the age gap. Yeah. For real? They're both during, adults. Like, Chill out. I know. It was during like the call me by your name thing. Oh. Where people like, why do all gay movies have problematic age gaps? Shut the fuck we up. We really don't give a fuck. Um <laughs> a, Call Me by Your Name is problem. so good and I won't deny it. It's literally did I say, so did good. I, did I did you see that TikTok I sent you? No. It was someone depending the um call me by your name. And it's it was like literally um, like a masterpiece. I'm sorry. Also it like you don't have to like you don't have to like the age gap in order to like the movie. Mm. Part of it has to do with Elio's innocence. Yeah. And loss of innocence and being more in into the relationship than whatever the fuck Army Hammer's name is in that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Um, Oliver. Oh, Oliver, yeah. But, look, it was a good goddamn movie. It's, Sometimes... it's literally like, I'm sorry, that is a five-star film. I don't care. I would it's go so good for Call Me By Your Name, but I Carol, call it... I would. I, Carol, that's a good goddamn movie. That's Carol's not good. five stars to me. It's not five stars yet. Mm, we'll wait in a year or so and see how that yeah, is. We'll come back. There's still because some things that I'm like... twice within, like, how long of a span? One like a month. After you started liking it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen, I watched Tar four times in the span of a month. 
Of course, either. Yeah, I, I, I've only seen it twice right now. Huh? I've only seen it twice. Mm. Uh, wait. You did you saw um. No, tell a scandal, right? Yes, I did see it. How was that? Um, it was good. I don't know. It wasn't. It was good. It was a good movie. Would it have been better if, like, Kate Blanchett was a lesbian in that as well? Well, it wouldn't have made sense if she was, because the plot is that she's sleeping with a 15-year-old boy. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, oh, okay. And Judy Dench is the lesbian, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Judy Dench is like, I won't tell anyone if you be my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> No, okay. Sorry. Part That's of the- literally the plot of the movie. <laughs> She's a teacher who's sleeping yeah. with her young student, and Judy Dench is like, but, 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 <laughs> but you're so hot. <laughs> Stop. So I won't tell anyone, and you're just gonna be my best, my best friend, and blackmailing someone into best friendship. Okay, Literally. that's real. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna spend all of your time with me because I have like life ending, career ending dirt on you. <laughs> oh great. my god. I honestly it's like kind of insane. Like never mind. Let me not finish that sentence. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess a teacher student relationships so it's like the amount of the male it's not that insane actually and that's why I was like it's actually not that insane when you think about like any place with a power dynamic has some weird yeah so it's like maybe I should just shut up <laughs> now I don't know um, what else to talk about well, we we still have yet to talk about your switch on Carol. We didn't talk circling. We did around talk it. about it. Not enough. Not enough. What else do you want me to say? Can like, I talk about Carrie Brown scenes five seconds in it? It's that's literally the worst part of the movie. Is that why it's not five stars for you? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would it's be actually, funny. It's actually no. what makes it five stars for me. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Brownstein cameo um no I think it's I think it's a great film I think that that first like that scene where they're like driving in the car for the first time and it's like a montage of like close-ups between the two of them and it's like this beautiful beautiful whimsical like soundtrack oh Oh my god the score is so good Carol so it's unbelievably good. It's like holy shit! Imagine having that iconic of a theme. It's That's- crazy. The first, the the opening sequence when she's like when um Therese is in the car, and she's like reminiscing on like their first meeting or whatever, and the soundtrack is playing over it when it's like, and it's like a close up of her seeing Carol for the first time. I was like, God damn. Okay, we literally need to do a book club. 
We need the, the, price the Price of, of Salt book club. Yeah, we need to do a Price of Salt book club. That would be because so I fun. heard. Well, I heard like it's like even more horny. Okay, of, cool. Because like, it's like the narrator is Therese, and you like see how obsessed she is with Carol. Ooh, that's real. That's so real. I'm literally like. Therese is literally me. She's literally me. That movie was kind of cast perfectly. I'm not even joking. She's literally me. Wasn't that movie kind of cast perfectly? I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) You know who was originally supposed to play Therese? No. Uh, Mia Vashikoska. That would have been interesting. Yeah. I like Rooney though. Mm-hmm. Rooney looks so know. young in that role. Mm-hmm. She's not. She wasn't that young while filming either. I don't know how old she was. I think she was like late twenties. Oh, she looks late twenties to me. I for some reason she looks younger in that movie. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just like me knowing what the age gap is supposed to be. Oh yeah, how old is Therese supposed to be? Like twenty to twenty three, I forget what it is. Oh damn! I think that's that like is a really young. I think that's just like a squish from book, yeah. And then Carol's like mid thirties. Oh, I thought she was way older. <laughs> no, <laughs> probably just because she's played by Kate Blanchett, who was yeah older at the time, yeah, yeah, like who is forty. That actually like, makes 40. a lot of sense, though. How we given how young her daughter is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, Kate Blanchett does, Blanchett does not... She could pull off mid-30s in that movie. Absolutely. She doesn't, like, she, she is aging beautifully, like... <laughs> Wait, like, the way she's... Us being most attracted to her at, in her most recent role, yeah, that that's an indicative of how amazing she's aging. Like, she looks... And so she's in her good. 50s right now, early 50s. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, she's like the she's like the same age as my parents. <laughs> I know that is it is that like kind of disassociative sometimes. It's a little like crazy actually, when you actually think about it. Think about it that much. <laughs> but it's like it's I think it's fine because they don't look she doesn't look like my parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I like trick myself into thinking whenever I like by Carrie Brownstein crush starts up again I'm like that's real because I'm like oh Carrie Brownstein's like in between the ages of my parents <laughs> like she's she's younger old. than my mom she's literally older so my, old older than my dad Carrie Brownstein I don't know <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about I don't know what I'm saying um There was something else I wanted to say. Oh, th- that's what I'm like. Oh, like the MILF obsessed, quote unquote, MILF obsessed lesbian. Oh, y'all have mommy issues. Issues. Like, at least. Oh my. The, I think I've said this before, but not on the podcast. Where it's like, I said this to you. Where it's like the same um, middle aged actress is obsessed lesbians who are upset about. Sarah Paulson dating Holland Taylor. Like, that's gonna be Oh, you. that's literally y'all. That's literally, like, 
in like there in, in there when your age gap your... between you and Sarah Paulson is the same as the age gap between Sarah Paulson and Holland Taylor like like in, when you hit your 40s you're gonna be dating the 70 something year old woman literally trust it's like <laughs> 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 Unless you figure your shit out. Like, Literally. I'm sorry. Do some, do some work on yourself. Like, you can't, you, like, there's no way you could judge either of them by the way that you tweet about. So true. Also, it's like, it would be different if it was, like, Holland Taylor dating, like, a 23-year-old or something. But, like, Holland Taylor was dating, like, Sarah Paulson when she was in her 40s. Like, they started dating when Tara Paulson was in her 40s. That's, like, not a problematic age gap. <laughs> no, definitely not. Sarah Paulson has huge mommy issues, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, the relationship before had, like, a 16-year-old, 16 age gap. Damn! Harry Jones. Girl! Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Not really, honestly. Not really. <laughs> like, as we've seen with how people talk about their celebrity crushes. I think there's nothing wrong about having celebrity crushes on older women. Just because, like, I, why straight women get to, like, thirst over old, like, middle-aged men all the time without thinking twice about it. But the middle-aged woman and above has been so maligned by society. It, you know older mm. when a woman doesn't have her youth she has nothing true yeah it's a patriarchal society so it's actually subversive and <laughs> a political statement you heard it here first <laughs> it is subversive to be attracted to women that are older than you you get to decide how big that age gap is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm personally... Except for interpretation. We, yeah. I don't think I could ever, like, date someone that's, like, my parents' age. That would weird me the fuck out. Like, yeah. I, like, have a crush. That's fine. I don't think I could date. Yeah, no. I mean, you you know my crushes. <laughs> yes, I'm very much that. aware. They're, they're embarrassing. <laughs> but I wouldn't... I mean, it's like... I don't think I could ever ever go through with having a relationship with someone that's around with like that's closer to my parents age than they are to me yeah it would just weird me out too much yeah no i'm with you (laughs) but it's fine to admit like older women are attractive because sometimes they are like there's nothing wrong with that true true i don't know (laughs) I'm boring today. I know. I think that like all our energy was wasted on the Lydia Tart interview where we barely prepared anything and mm-hmm. will only be amusing to us. Literally. <laughs> we like, <guys> like <laughs> This is our like worst the- ep- when this is our worst episode yet and we're like hyping it up. <laughs> no, we were like literally hyping it up as being our best gonna be our best episode and then like, so this boring. is so genius. This is the best idea we've ever had. I mean it's a genius idea. We, we just yeah, not, it could it just we just on today. Yeah. yeah. It could have been better. But <laughs> whatever. What are you gonna do? You know, it's like. What are you gonna do? 
It doesn't matter. I'm feeling a bit sick, which also is not helping. Oh. I'm like congested. When Do I get you just have COVID? I know, I was going to say, when I get re-exposed to COVID. <laughs> Literally. Well, my, okay, so what happened was, I mean, I got COVID, and then right. four days later, my roommate tests positive for COVID, probably from being mm-hmm. exposed to me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to wear a mask when I just, like, I mean, like, once you get, once you have, like, COVID, if you have, like, the same strand of COVID, it's per- you're probably not going to get, like, immediately get it again i think i just have like a cold oh well i'm just congested awesome but um (laughs) my covid experience wasn't that bad actually that's good i mean like i had a bit of a sore throat and i aches one day but you ached yeah that's not and, fun and well it was only one day and but like the worst was just like in terms of uh what I was able to eat my body my stomach would not allow me to have anything like more than oatmeal wow this is really interesting stuff I know Thank you for sharing <laughs> I won't go down I won't go down to the specifics but that's what happened during COVID I just had saltine crackers, dry cereal, and oatmeal. Cool. I love oatmeal. I have oatmeal every morning for breakfast. Really? Yes. What is it, Quaker Oats or actually? I have, it's Quaker apples, apple cinnamon. Oh my God, I love those. It's love so that. good. It's like it's literally the best. Mm, it's so good. It's I had so, so many delicious. of those when I had COVID. It's so delicious. No, it suddenly tasted really good post-COVID. Hmm. Sparkling water. Bubbly spark mm-hmm. bubbly mm-hmm. seltzer. I was like, oh Can't this, do tastes, it. this is too good actually right now. Absolutely. I think not. it was because I I think it was just because I was drinking like a ton of Gatorade. And um like that was like my first drink of something else. Something flavor else flavor. Something besides like, Gatorade. Something besides Gatorade and sometimes water. So it's like, oh my god, this is like genuinely the best thing ever. And I used to, I was like, I kind of liked it before, but I wasn't a huge fan. I think bubbly is just way too sparkling, where like the bubbles kind of hurt in your mouth. It's like, I, well, I don't know why they have it sparkling that much. Anyway. Anyway. Um, but it tasted really good. It was a caffeinated cool. one as well. Awesome. Mm. I don't know what to say. I had a Celsius. I had, like, three sips of a Celsius yesterday, and I felt like I wanted to do, like, cartwheels, even though I don't know how to do any. You don't know how to do a cartwheel? No. How? Never I guess learned, kind never of was interested. What? Never learned and never was interested enough no. to, like, go through with it. All right, it's not that complicated. Well, I know, but I don't. I don't. I just don't think I trust myself to do it. <laughs> like I've tried doing a cartwheel. I just, I, I just didn't have the commitment in trying because I gotcha. didn't care enough. You just gotta pull, send it. Hmm. 
I similarly can never do trust falls for the like, I think that same reason. Damn. I um yeah. I don't know what that says about myself. I don't either. <laughs> nice St. Vincent poster. Oh thanks. When's the Lydia Tar poster coming out? When's the Lydia No, Tarr literally, I need it immediately. We need what the Tar criterion. I need it. No, true. One day. The it's criteria. literally, it's literally like a classic. It's a modern classic. All like, right, yeah. It already is. Well, at least we, we just need, like, at least, like, special features that include deleted scenes. There's there's so many. Half the trailer <laughs> is not in the fucking movie. <laughs> I know. Where's, we like, the five-hour Todd Field cut? Where's the five-year... Where's the five-hour field cut? Where's the five the, They need it on the Criterion release. Right. Director's cut. Watch it not, be not that good, but I would... The thing is, like, Honestly, Kate Blanchett is so electrifying in every scene. That no, literally. That, like, anything that's in that, in the deleted scenes, will be amazing. It will be delicious. Like, I'll eat it right up. Like, the nearly three hour cut now is good, but, like, come on. We just need to see what. We just need more of Lydia Tar. We just need more of Lydia Tar. <laughs> we literally do. Like, we need, dude, imagine if they, like, imagine if the movie actually, like, showed everything that happened in the span of the movie. What? Because, (laughs) do you know, do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many things that could have, that they could have added in that would have given you, like, more context or whatever. Do you know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> what okay, saying? like if they showed if they showed like Krista Taylor dying. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what I'm saying. If they <laughs> Do you know what I picked up on? Do you know what I picked up on on this uh, most recent watch? The um the Smith girl? Yeah. Her red bag. When she when Lydia Tar comes home, she has the red bag with her. Girl. <laughs> and Sharon is like, and Sharon's like, is that a new bag? And she's like, oh, um, what's his face? Got it for me. Do you want it? <laughs> That's so <laughs> Wait, no, that's that's actually delicious. Okay, I know, right. so, like, <laughs> there's so much story there. Like, she meets this girl, uh, this Smith okay, girl. She's like, they definitely- she flirts with her. She's like, oh, I like your red handbag. And then presumably has sex with the girl in <laughs> And they definitely had sex because- In exchange she- for the handbag. <laughs> I don't know if they there was an exchange, but like she maybe she well, bought she it has after. it now, maybe. But like they, they definitely slept together. Because, like, Absolutely. When, when she afterwards, you like near the end of the conversation, it just says, uh, it says she says, um, 
Kai texts you, cut to the next scene. Yeah, exactly. She definitely texted her. We know what you did, Lydia. We know what you did. We know exactly what you did. Also, you said that you picked up more on Nina Haas's performance. Oh my god. So good. It's kind of brilliant, right? It's like almost, and like most of the scenes that she's in is like she's watching Lydia do something or like she's having a conversation with Lydia and Lydia's saying something and she's just like reacting to what Lydia is saying. I know, and that's like and the best, like, su- there's so much that's communicated that's when she's not even saying anything. Of, that's the best p- type of like supporting performance. And I I will run her. I will run no. her. Because she uh, is telling Oscar so much. Campaign, like she is te- <laughs> <laughs> She's telling so much of the story and so just like so subtly, I mean, just, you know? Just her facial expressions. You know, like you can tell that she knows of what yeah. Lydia does. Yeah. I mean, that's like the case with like nearly everyone around her. But, like, Nina Haas specifically does it so well. And that whole scene where she, uh, where Lydia is, like, doing all these things to be, like, to make, ensure that the new cellist that she is, like, trying to have sex with will get the solo part so she can spend more time with her. And it's just the close-up of Nina Haas's face reacting to all this and being, like, oh my god, I can't believe you're doing this again. It's wild. And then there's that scene, there's that scene where they're, like, drinking wine together or whatever, and she's talking about the new cellist, and she's, like, uh, Lydia says something. She's, like, um, she's really young, right? Or something. Yeah. Yeah, and she's, like, oh, you met her? And she's, like, oh, no. Francesca's setting up a meeting, and you look at Sharon's face, and she's, like, oh, I know exactly what's going on. <laughs> She's like, oh, again. And like the thing is, she, she, uh, near the like the end scene with her, she's like, you know what? I'd be willing to forgive you if you were just honest about this. If you yep. just told me what was going to happen, and if you, so I could prepare and keep our family safe, like we always did. Like mm-hmm. we make make, but since you're no long, we're no longer equal partners in this. We're done. So like mm-hmm. she's obviously very complicit in mm-hmm. terms of like bringing up Lydia Tar as a person as like who she is. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, it's like it it is you do feel like heartbreak towards her. Oh, absolutely. Goes through. Yeah. I, I that's like her Oscar clip right there. She deserves an Oscar. Which one? Which um, one? Well, that's Nina Haas's Oscar clip. Which clip? The final confrontation between Tara. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Sharon. Mm. Because I mean, she doesn't really have a bunch of baby scenes, but like her reactions are so good, and it's like s- such a great subtle performance. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Tara's Oscar clip would be. I would, I would, I would get, like, I would get, I would say the Juilliard scene. Yeah, that would be my pick, but it's so long. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think like a 15 second clip. 
I maybe like when she after like she falls and like when she's conducting the next oh, day. Oh, dude! Yes. Oh my god, that was a good one. That so incredible. Like I can't even believe it. Mm. Honestly, any scene where she's up on the podium conducting is they're all so powerful. It's, it's absurd. Kate Blanchett is like has gave like one of the most magnetic performances so literally it's gonna be like it's gonna be talked about from in years from now it's so good like there are no words to describe how I can't, good like, her performance I'm trying to is. think it's like the last performance that w- was like universally agreed upon as being that good mm, right dude I don't know I mean I think she this this is like one of my top like performances of all time now no it's like upper echelon no literally (laughs) up there with like naomi watts mahal and drive like level of performance like it's insane it's did i did i send you that thing where it was like i've never where someone was like i've never seen kate blanchett cry like this yeah that's crazy that scene also so incredible like you feel it you feel exactly what she's feeling my god and it's like i feel like you can make the argument that scene some of like the later half could be cut but it's like her performance is so magnetic that i don't want anything to be cut exactly so in it's it's it does give you everything literally that like builds a character anytime she's on the screen she's giving her all like anytime you're seeing her you're you're getting something new from her performance you know yeah oh my god it's like it is crazy it's like wow we are really living and it's lucky enough to live in a time to witness that performance literally like i feel bad for all the people from like the 50s who will never get to see Lydia. It's so talk. true. I feel bad for everybody that died before October 2022. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all missed I, out. Y'all like, missed out. <laughs> um, what do you uh I think we had a really good conversation at near the end of Altar. I don't True. know. We can cut out all of that crap in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> I think there was some interesting. Oh, is it not interesting? I think Mai would be interested in hearing. Maybe. Some of the middle parts. Maybe. She might no. be the only person. I don't think anyone will be even interested in the beginning part. <laughs> like, well, that we promoted as being the best part and it will be the best <laughs> part of our podcast, period. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of just, like, not the best episode, but it is what it is. We had a a ball. We had fun. We had a ball. We had a fun idea, and it doesn't matter. We had a silly, goofy time talking about Tar. It was fun. So true. We had a silly, goofy time. I love that. What else more do you want, you know? What else more do you want? Okay, I have to go prepare for my trip tomorrow back home all right well enjoy all right i don't know, I don't know. <laughs>
Bye. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, if you did. If, you, if you're hearing this. If you made it this long, you're a real listener. You're a real one. For real. All, All right. right. Bye. Bye.